So this gospel that has this powerful man, John the Baptist, this lion of a man of John the Baptist in the desert, actually this scene parallels something that's going on in our country right now. Maybe you don't know, but there's a political campaign going on. <laughs> so you know what happens every year when that happens? There's people who are running for office. And last time around, there were a lot of people running for office, and this time there's a lot of people running for office as well. And everyone who runs for the office always has some kind of a speech that goes something like this. We have all these problems. Look at all these problems. I'm going to list all these problems, and I'm telling you that I am the one to fix them all. So vote for me. So we, here's the problems, and, here, and I am the person with the answer. And, you know, the problems are maybe described differently and the answers are different, but basically it's going to be something along those lines. Here's all the problems and I am the answer. Well, you know, a lot of people are running and eventually, you know, as happens, uh, people begin to drop out of the race. So in the Gospel, John the Baptist is also saying, here's a lot of problems. We have all these problems in ancient Israel. And then he gives a speech that I'll talk about in just a second. But back to the campaign. When someone drops out of a race, it's usually very sad for them. They didn't want to drop out. Maybe their polls weren't good or they weren't raising enough money. It's usually a very heartfelt moment when they go to the microphone and they say, I'm so disappointed that I have to drop out of the race. No one drops out of the race voluntarily. They're forced out by circumstances beyond their control. They wish they could stay, but they can't because they don't have the money or the polling, and so they involuntarily drop out. Something very different happens in the Gospel. John the Baptist is at the height of his popularity. He is at the very top of popular acclaim. He is out in the middle of the Judean desert. That's about 20 miles outside of Jerusalem in the most barren desert anywhere. I've been to that desert. There's nothing grows there. It's like the surface of the moon. And he's out there baptizing people in the Jordan River. And then strangely it says, the gospel says that people came from hundreds of miles around to come to see him. What kind of a person can attract people to come a hundred miles and to go out into the desert to see him? This is not a matter of going to a campaign stop, listening to the speech, and then driving home. This is like a three or four day camp out in the desert because it's so far away from anything. John is at the very height of his career, and he does something extraordinary. He says, okay, from now on, no longer come to see me, no longer come to hear me. From now on, follow this man, Jesus Christ. What a remarkable thing. Can you imagine any one of the candidates today running for political office today in our country saying, you know, I've been thinking about it. I think this is the better person you should vote for. I'm going to voluntarily take myself off the campaign. That's not going to happen. It will never happen. But it happened in the gospel. Here John the Baptist voluntarily takes himself out of contention and says, no longer me. This is the person that you should follow. It's a remarkable thing. You know, in our regular campaigns, all of the candidates basically see each other as enemies, as people to, to uh, beat, 
to be victor over. But John the Baptist does not see Jesus as an enemy. John the Baptist sees Jesus as the one who truly will solve all the problems. That's an important event, and I'm sure that everybody who watched this event at that Jordan River remembered the first reading that we heard tonight. That is one of the most beautiful readings in the entire Bible. It's been put into song and music many, many times. And basically, it's a prophecy from Isaiah who says, I'm going to describe something for you, and when you see this event happens, look around because that's when the Messiah will arrive. That's when the Savior will be here. If you see this thing happening, that's when the Savior is coming. Now, that was an important sign because, unlike today, there is, there is almost no chance that you're going to miss Christmas, right? I mean, all of the signs and decorations and lights are out telling you that Christmas is coming. Everything is reminding you about December 25th. There is no chance you're going to forget that Christmas is coming. But at the first Christmas, there were no lights. How did the people know that the Messiah was going to come? Isaiah gave the sign in the first reading. He says, and there's a number of them, but the most famous one is, when you see a lion at peace with a lamb. When natural enemies are at peace, that's when Christ is born. When the lion that is St. John the Baptist is at peace with the Lamb of God, that's when people said the Messiah is here. It really is a really beautiful, beautiful image that, that when natural, peop, natural enemies are at peace, that can only happen when Christ is born in you. People knew that it was a figurative message. They really knew it was about themselves. When I am at peace with someone who has been my enemy, how can that happen? Only when Christ is born in me. When you can be at peace driving on the freeway with that idiot next to you, or the person who cuts in front of you in line in the, in the checkout stand, you know. If you can be at peace with these people who are, you know, just not very nice people, that's a sign that Christ is born in you. Now, I'm not saying that by this Christmas there will only be safe drivers on the road from now on. <laughs> it's not a matter of a blanket thing that happens across the world. Christmas happens one person at a time. Christmas happens in you one person at a time. So it's how you drive. It's how you are in line. It's how you are relating to the people around you. That's the indicator that Christ has been born in you. This is the Christmas, this is the season that we want to make sure that we don't miss Christmas. And I don't mean on December 25th. I mean that we don't miss Christmas tonight. <laughs>